0: From the fourth floor of Moore Hall. I'm Aurora Ray, your host this semester of Past Deadline, bringing you the biggest headlines from Central Michigan life. For more than 100 years, the student-run media company has been the voice of the campus community. This week, we had a story on an international student from Spain struggling to keep her student status on campus. After her father lost his job last spring, she was unable to afford her tuition and subsequently asked to move out of her dorm in a week. With the help of a GoFundMe and her parents obtaining a small loan in Spain, she was able to meet CMU's request that she pay over $3,000 upfront and the rest over the course of the semester. Today, I'm here with CM Life Assistant News Editor Zapora Abarca, who wrote the story. Zapora, thank you for joining me. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Happy to have you. So, tell me a little bit about where Carolina is at now.
1: Well, currently, um, Carolina is actually officially enrolled as a student at CMU once again. Um, She's very, very excited that she is able to continue her education here um, and basically... By December, her next payment is due, and that will be four grand. So she decided to go ahead and just keep up her GoFundMe for the rest of the school year in order to support her education and be able to keep staying here as a CMU student.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. What did you learn um, or take away from this story?
1: Oh, man. I feel like I learned a lot from that piece just because it really forced me to have to dig deep Um, into the situation and have to get in contact with the school as well as getting statements from faculty that were involved directly, which is really uncomfortable when you're calling out CMU for something um, that's directly affecting a student in a negative way. Uh, But then as I continued to dig, it was actually found out that it was more so a government problem, government policy issue. Uh, and CMU was just following those guidelines, but I think that at the end of the day, we all could have just handled the situation a lot better in order for us to accommodate a student that is doing exceptionally well for herself to have taught herself English and come here for her first year um, in America as a senior in high school and get a 4.5 GPA and then continue to come back by just working in spain to basically be able to pay for her flight back home or not home but america to pursue her education so i learned a lot about that and just staying in touch with those um i don't want to say sources or just people that you make a connection with uh, writing their story um i i mean i totally I just love whenever she reaches out to me or I'm able to reach out to her, just see how she's doing, you know, if there's anything else that we can do to help support her. And I don't know, that's why I am in journalism. So I really enjoy getting those kinds of experiences.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about
1: how this issue affected her personally. I mean, it affected her drastically because she was unenrolled from CMU, and I mean, her. all of her family is in Spain. She is the only family member out here in America. She's just by herself, she's doing everything by herself. And so that puts you in a very vulnerable situation. You're in a foreign country by yourself and they're basically telling you to get the hell out <laughs> like in a week because you can't pay um, for your stay there even though you're a very committed, like exceptional student. Um, so I think that that really, that can affect you in multiple ways, mentally and physically. And, but she continued to go to, go to classes and continued to, dedicate herself to her education and I think that's very incredible and impactful for the rest of us um, who are very privileged to be here as a CMU student, not having to worry about just being kicked out at any moment and having to be sent back to Spain when you, she's probably not even able to afford a flight back, you know, on such short notice, she's an inclusion assistant on campus, you're making minimum wage, uh, there's no way. <laughs> um, But she's incredible. She just keeps a smile on her face and she just does not give up. And I think that's very admiring. Absolutely. So, how
0: did CM Life's story affect her? Um,
1: I would say that CM Life's story affected her in a very positive way. Um, She had thanked me like numerous times, just saying, you know, thank you so much for your support and for getting my story out there. I think that CM Life really helped amplify her story and kind of give her a platform to really just spread awareness on this issue. Um, Her GoFundMe was originally at like $916 before CM Life decided, or like we went ahead and um, posted her GoFundMe on all of our different social media platforms. And then we got up to like $2,800 on her GoFundMe. And I think that that's absolutely incredible what you can do By amplifying those impactful stories that are going on in people's lives and then having other people brought into that to help support that person to get them where they need to be. And I think that that's absolutely incredible because then her parents were able to not have to take out too much money from the loan. I mean, 500, like a grand is still quite a bit, but I mean, it's better than having to pay the full, like three grand, 3,500, you know so Mm -hmm.
0: is there anything else
1: that stood out to you about her story anything else that stood out to me about her story I mean I guess what just like really stood out to me was the fact that after doing more digging because like originally when I took on this story I was honestly very upset with CMU um, just because I felt like they could have just done so much more to help her. I mean, she's a neuroscience major on a pre-med, uh, path. And like I said, she had a 4.5 GPA, taught herself English. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Um, but obviously, as I had mentioned before, I mean, as we did more digging, it was more of a government policy issue. And so I feel like just that itself, um, yeah, that was like what really stood out to me. Um, I think that, I feel like also after reporting on that, um, I don't know if it had any direct correlation or anything like that, but right after I finished publishing that story, we had international students come in to voice like their opinions on the health insurance policy that's currently affecting them, and I kind of feel like maybe possibly having a big story out on international students. I mean, we also just had uh, Patrick's story as well on the cover of the latest print edition as well as Carolina's story. And I feel like just getting all these different stories out that showcase students as a whole on campus, not just, you know, like one group or this group, but it's just like we're finally um, getting a focus on our entire community that we have here and i feel like that also makes students kind of like want to put like their voices forward and actually voice like what is directly affecting them on campus and have that change because i mean i feel like carolina is a perfect example of what cm life can do for students here on campus for issues that are directly affecting them. so how
0: do you hope to keep highlighting issues like these and how did telling carolina's story your interest, if you will, in continuing to tell stories about international students?
1: Yeah, so I would say that this story has kind of taken me even further in a direction of wanting to help students. Um, my original goal as a journalist anyways was is basically to help communities all over the world um, get this same kind of platform for coverage that on issues that are I feel like I keep saying this just issues that are directly affecting them but I mean like everyone has an issue in their life that is impacting them immensely that not the entire world is aware of or just even communities that they're in every day I mean we're not all aware of these kinds of issues and I think that once we make people aware of these issues then great change is able to come about that and um, I mean, it sometimes might not even be great change, but at least like we have people aware and educated and that'll at least put us in a direction of, you know, like how, how do we, so in future courses of action, it's more so asking ourselves, um, how do we then implement that into what we have learned now? Um, and so, I think that that's like one of my greatest takeaways from this and that that's what I want to continue do, to do is to help students on this campus to uh, be able to have their voices heard and hopefully make change. I mean, I that's just like one of my greatest goals is to be able to make a difference um, in the world, no matter how cliche that sounds. I think that journalism is definitely one of the greatest um sources of power in order to achieve that, just because, I mean, I'm so privileged as a reporter to just continuously have my voice out there, so why not utilize it for the voices of others? Zipporah, thank you so much for coming in today. I really appreciated your time. Thank you so much, Aurora, for having me in today. I appreciate your time as well.